Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. See, Key, he was too clean. Like We were watching the uh, the highlights there from last night's game three on, we're on ESPN News now, right? That dunk. And, and it, it was too clean. Everything in the game for him was too clean. It didn't rough him up enough. But that's the way it's supposed to look. He gets to the free throw line 17 times. He's really got fouled a lot. When you're really good, though, it's supposed to look like look that. Look that like, easy? Everything yeah, supposed easy. to everything's supposed to be easy when you're good at what you do. I mean, that's just mm. the reality of it. Maybe you don't, you know, that's why professional athletes, when they go up against dudes that's less than them, it just look easy. It looked like they're going 40%. And that's maybe the the beauty of what Giannis has done these last two games, especially over a week now, over a knee injury. And somebody who saw that firsthand, of course, Jay Will, who's getting closer to East Coast time. Morning, boys. Good morning, man. What's happening? Yes. <laughs> I got to tell you something, Key. I, I, I thought about you last night. So what? don't take that out of hey, context. That's what I'm like, hey, stop, whoa. stop it. Right, you stop it because I know where you're going. Yeah. But you. You're going to tie it all together. See, I said phrasing before our crew even got to it. That's where I know I'm on top of my game this morning. So, anyway, I'm staying here at the Pfister Hotel. It's one of the best hotels in Milwaukee, built in 1893. But they say, supposedly, some of the athletes have said, supposedly, one of the wings is somewhat haunted. Oh, key. yeah. So, this is right down your alley. No it's right down your alley. So, last night, I come after the game. It's 1045. It's dark outside. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what's that? What, 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 what's going on? What's, it, it, it's... it's um, Key, this is this would be your dream to be here at one o'clock in the morning just to roam the hallways of the hotel. I'm just trying to tell you right now. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be my dream. You hear like the, the like a room service cart to go down the hallway, and then you look by out, yourself. There's nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for disclosing your location. That's great. Whoops. Can't hear you guys. So you can't uh, hear us. We're gonna try to fix it. All right. Well, it's we, always we, something with. See, Jay Wills. You know what that is, though? That's, that's the that's ghosts the, ooh, and the goblins. The they, they, you're telling their story, and they decided they're going to send the gremlins in to just mess up the what whole thing. What room connection. you in, by the way, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> Since you done already told where the hell you stand. As we get things fixed on Jay Wills and Keyshawn J. Wills, Zubin, we're brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out every game is a chance to create momentum to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs, takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear more driven. We'll get Jay Will back uh, online. But while we're uh, discussing that, let's let's hear from Giannis, who had the 41-point game. And again, it's back-to-back now, 40-point games, 40-10. He, LeBron, Shaq, that's the company that he is in now after doing that in the finals. And, you know, he talked about how this was the most important game. You had to win this game, get back in the series. They've got two days off now before game four. And for Giannis and the Bucks, they've got to keep their focus. We know what type of game it's going to be. It's all going to be mental. In order for us to be uh, back to this series and uh, give ourselves give us an opportunity to win this game, to win this series, um, to be to be champion, we got we got to bring it. Game four, we got to bring it. We got to play together. We got to believe in our winning habits. Uh, we got to stay aggressive. So it's all mental right now. It's all mental. The two days, I asked you this earlier in the show, you, you say it doesn't benefit anyone. You don't think the two days off can either mess with one team? I would think if I'm the Bucs, I want to get right back out and play again. I want to ride whatever I just developed in this game. Two days off sort of takes a little bit of that momentum that the Bucs were able to build, that dominance, that energy. No, kind of goes away, doesn't it? Actually, it's the same because they're going to be at home. 
home court. The fans are going to be behind him. It, what it will benefit, who benefit from it is the fans. They get to ch- rest their voices. <laughs> they get to the rest. You know, we had Jen Lotta on earlier. And yeah. Her voice was destroyed. It get, she'll be back for game four with a fresh voice. I mean, it, look, it'll, it'll give some coaches some extra time to prepare. It'll have – both teams will be resting up. So how much of an advantage is that? Because both teams are going to make their adjustments. Yeah. Both teams are going to be resting up. The momentum, the building is is going to be rocking in game four just like it was rocking in game three. Yeah, you expect Even it, more. You expect it to be. Right. Well, again, more important – even more important. think about it. It's going to be more important because they may not return back yeah. if it goes the other way. Jay's back with us. We got all the technicalities figured out. Jay, wh- like, what did you say? Just give us a breakdown again. What you saw last night from the Bucks, and if you saw something that might have changed the series. In what room are you in? <laughs> Don't reveal that, please. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and Key, I have an alias name. You'll never find me, Keisha. Key, Key, real quick, what was your alias name when you travel? What is it? I'm not telling you what I do. I give you my secrets. Why not? No, but I can find you if you I'm told. To learn on the road. If you told me, oh, you've already disclosed what hotel you're in. I can find you 100. percent Yes, it's easy. No way, no and way you can find me. I bet guarantee you, you will not be able to find me. Do you have a doorman? At yes, the hotel, I have a doorman. You have a bellman, a doorman. You have someone. Ch- I can find you. Yeah, trust me. I paid everybody off. Key, you'll never find me. <laughs> All right, we'll pay this off. The yeah. bucks. So, what did you see? What, what did something change in this series? In your mind, last night? Alan, I came on national TV today to tell the world and to tell you, I need you to stop articulating slander around maybe one of the greatest players you ever get a chance to see. Because I've noticed that you do this a lot. You start talking about the likes of Drew Holiday making shots or Chris Middleton and refuse to give credit to a guy that's put up back-to-back 40-point games, plus, plus. And I'm going to tell you, being, in the, being around it and watching it in the studio, uh, watching it actually in the, in the arena, and then here, the amount of energy that G plays with, Giannis plays with, is really it's a differentiator. Because one of the things I saw last night, and I saw it a little bit more in game two, is when they start utilizing him when he plays downhill, when he gets the ball in transition, when they utilize him inside pick and rolls, where you saw last night, he didn't do a ton of ISO. He would pass the ball to Pat Connaughton, Drew Holiday, then go set a screen, then roll hard and dive to the rim and not settle. He's really a game changer. Now, I'm not saying that this team isn't going to need the likes of Drew Holiday to step up last night, in which he did, or Chris Middleton to play well, or the ancillary players to really step up. But Giannis really sets the tone for this team, and he's one of the most skillful players I've seen in a long time. Now, you say skill with shooting. He was 13 to 17 from the free throw line last night. Where were you this morning, Allen, praising a guy that you say, I, just, I can't watch this guy shoot free throws? I knew you praised him on being 13 to 17 from the free throw line last night. All I'm saying is that you're watching something special from a guy who is a skinny version of Shaq on the wing. And are there issues sometimes with this game? Here and there, everybody has issues with their game. But the way he plays, it's a relentless energy that really trickles down to the rest of their team, and it's incredible to watch, man, and it deserves a lot of praise. Yeah, you, you know what, Jay? It, 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 Giannis has done a tremendous job when healthy. There's no question about it. As long as he doesn't shoot outside that little box that y'all call the paint, stay your ass in there. 
stay right there, play bully ball. Because we saw him shoot threes, a couple that he made, uh, that he hit or tried to hit last night. And what happened? But Key, he did that. He, he made, he made some mid-range. He made some mid-range shots in game two. Mid- that he kept them in the game single-handedly. But, but mid-range shots is way different than three-pointers. Whenever, whenever oh, he plays bully ball and he decides to be a freight train going down the middle, they don't want to have anything to do with him. Back to the basket. You're an NBA guy. He's seven feet tall, man. Back to the basket. They don't have an answer for him. And then once he gets going and he does those sort of things, everybody else can get involved. When he starts to shoot threes, it's almost like people want to say, you shooting him, so I'm going to shoot him. Or he's saying, y'all shooting him, so I want to shoot him. When you're in the paint and you dominate in the way that you dominate, 13 boards, 41 points, and six assists, that's how you win. They don't have anybody. And I understand DeAndre Ayton has played well in the playoffs, but DeAndre Ayton can't handle him. So you might as well take advantage of that. Let me let me, let me respond to Jay here what? because he, he, when you're talking about well, you were talking directly to me, Jay, Ooh. and the, the, the like criticism. Yes, I was, Alan. But it yes, I was. Lack of maybe lack of respect. You're calling it. I don't think I, I I don't criticize him as a player, and obviously marvel at what he's been able to do with his talent in the last couple of games. But you know, when it came to stemming the tide against the Suns late, you know, in that third quarter, not late, but in that third quarter when they cut it to six, it was Drew Holiday that was making the big shots. When it was about winning and be, trying to beat the Nets, it was Chris Middleton making the shots. So that's the point. The point is that, as we said, one's heart, one's soul, right? Giannis is the soul of this team. There's no doubt about that. But the guy that has to make the shots late when they matter, that's obviously not him. That's really – that's not a, even a – that's not even a take – that's fact. You know, that's it. What he did was all, all the damage he did last night was in the paint. Got to the free throw line a ton. And he did everything Understood. he was supposed to do. But DeAndre Ayton wasn't what, in the game. Jay does. Crowder was guarding him, what, Jay. Yeah, you Jay know, Crowder. You know why DeAndre Ayton wasn't in the game? He got foul You know trouble. why DeAndre Ayton wasn't in the game? Because Giannis attacked him and he got in foul trouble. Yeah. And that's the key to this whole series. When, when they attack him, when they get him in foul trouble, then Phoenix becomes a perimeter-oriented team. And you're right. Jay Crowder can't guard him, but that's due because Giannis got into foul trouble. All I'm saying to you is this. I just didn't hear that type of slander on Shaq. And, and Shaq wasn't a great free throw shooter. Shaq wasn't didn't have the ball in his hands down the stretch. But we didn't use that against. Well, wait, Jay, though, come and on, so man. Giannis the diesel, but the diesel, the diesel. What? Come on, man. Shaq was leading his team to championships along with Kobe. He took he took Orlando to the championship early in his career. Giannis, Giannis just got yeah, there. Yeah, but he didn't complete. But, he didn't but, complete. But Giannis, Giannis just got there, just though, Jay. There. What, 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 he just got but there. But Keith, I'm not comparing. But Keith, you automatically go back to this as a Lakers fan. I'm not comparing. I'm not resumes. going. I'm not going I'm back to it. I'm not going back play. to it as a Lakers fan. We all it's know styles in which they play, though, Key. But we all know, Jay, that Giannis struggled at the free throw line as well as Shaq. We get that. My whole point to you is, yes. When you talk about a guy not getting his due, he does get his due. But when you start shooting threes and not taking advantage of your strength, you put your team in a position that he's put him in in the past. Yeah, that's factual. I'm not making it up. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I, look, I'm not sitting here excusing him taking threes, Key. Like, I, you don't hear me out here saying Giannis needs to take more threes. I'm giving you the comparison that people want Giannis to be a Kevin Durant. And Giannis' skill set doesn't lend to no. being Kevin Durant. Who, who no, wants Jay, him to be KD? His skill set is more yeah, like Shaquille O'Neal. Who, Jay, who wants get, him to be KD? But I don't, I don't get this part of it. It's not like it's not. People like were saying that as opposed to him closing be. games out. Well, no, it's the point is, it's no, it's not. It's acknowledging just what he is 
and that's what he is. I understand. Yeah, he's a, sure. he's an incredibly talented player who has the, the 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 size, the length, all these things, the physicality, all that stuff. His athleticism is a big reason why he is effective. It's athleticism combined with the long arms and the body that he's got. That's what you marvel at, and I marvel at it. And I still say it's amazing that he comes back from the injury we saw a week ago that even he thought he'd be out for a year. Those are the things I tip my cap to. But I will not now take it to the next level and start talking about this guy like he's an all-time great top five player ever kind of conversation. I can't put him in that category because he's not a guy that you can win a championship with just by himself. Jay, here's what I would say when you say – Closing the game. Who can win a championship by themselves, Alan? Who can win a championship by themselves? (laughs) Nobody. I mean. But look, but look, Jay. Okay. When when you say. Let's stop with that conversation. Really? You want to have this this conversation go deeper because I would love to, Alan. I'm here for it. That's what I'm here for. I have my Starbucks. I'm ready to go. Championship as the lone superstar. Well, look, man. Here's what I would say. When you say closing games out, closing games out for me, though, Jay, is. When I got to do like Giannis, right, and we up by six, and it's late in the game, I need to be able to pound the ball into him like we did to Diesel. He needs to be able to turn around and dunk in your face and go to the line and miss. That's that's closing it out for me. Closing it out for me isn't giving the ball to Chris Middleton and extending your lead. Closing it out is putting his big ass on the block and allowing him to do what he did the three and a half quarters prior to that. That's how I look at it. But I may be wrong because key, I play or football. Key, or key closing out could be the way Phil Jackson utilized Shaq by saying, hey, in different instruments of the game, let me substitute good free throw shooters for style in which I know they're going to get fouled and then put my player back in on the defensive end. Like We act like scheme and coaching has nothing to do with this as well. There are ways – to kind of hide some players' deficiencies defensively or offensively if you choose the right substitution patterns. And that comes with scheme. So, you know, look, we, we, sometimes players are in positions where we need them to close, and we watched, we watched Doc Rivers do that with Ben Simmons. We, we had the same question about why is Ben Simmons well, even in the game down the stretch yeah, that's if you need place. free throw shootings. Yeah. It, yeah, no, no, that's a whole other place because you're right. And that's the one thing that we can get into. Let's, let's though, bring in our good friend Chris Canny from ESPN New York, also Super Bowl champion. Joining us on the Goodyear Hotline into this conversation. Chris, sorry to get to you late. As you could tell, we're a little heated this morning, but we're having fun with it. And, and I just maybe get your perspective, too, <laughs> on, on what you saw out of the Bucks last night, Game 3, and what you're seeing out of Giannis, and maybe a little bit of this debate that we're having right now between Jay and myself. Alan, I love the back and forth between you and Jay Will. Like, I, I loved it. I, I mean, I, I'm sitting here listening to you guys. I wanted to get some popcorn and see you guys continue to spar, but – um, as far as game three goes, I love the breakdown that Jay Will gave. I still got the Suns winning it in five. Like I, I said, Suns in four before the mm. series started, and that was real tongue-in-cheek, and that just has to do with the Suns fan meme that was out there from the Nuggets series. But I, I just I, – I don't trust this Milwaukee's Bucks team when it comes to being able to close out games down the stretch, and it's for a lot of the reasons that Keyshawn highlighted. But primarily, it's, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I know he's got – back-to-back 40-plus point, 10-plus rebound games in the finals. I I get all of that. But when it comes to crunch time, if it's a closely contested game, I trust the guys from the Phoenix Suns more than I trust the guys from the Milwaukee Bucks. I also trust Monty Williams a lot more than I trust Coach Bud. Mm. So I saw what happened in game three. I I get that, you know, the big three from the Bucks combined for 80 points. 
but I'll also turn around and look at it and say, how many games are you going to have with Chris Paul and Devin Booker combined for only 29 points? Mm. I, I just feel like you didn't get the best version of the Suns last night. Their backcourt had an off night. DeAndre Ayton got into some early foul trouble. I, I think that's more of a one-off than a preview of what we're going to see for the remainder of the series. All right, Chris, let's get into some football with you, my man. Um, let's start with Jeremy Fowler, who released a list of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL for this season. I went with a panel of front office executives, coaches, players, and evaluators to determine all the top players in the NFL for this coming season. So we're at quarterbacks right now. I will give you the list, and I want you guys all to react to it. Um, at 10, Kyler Murray. At 9, Justin Herbert. At 8, Lamar Jackson. At 7, Dak Prescott. 6, Matt Stafford. 5, Josh Allen. 4, Russell Wilson. 3, Tom Brady. 2, Aaron Rodgers. Number 1, I'm sure we can all guess, Patrick Mahomes. How do we feel about this list, guys? I think it's a solid list, Alan. I mean, I mean, you can you can pick apart pieces of it. I would look at the back half of that top end when you start getting into that Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray territory, and maybe there are some other guys that you could potentially throw into that conversation. But I mean, the the top half of the list, I, I'm all on board with. I, I can appreciate it. I know some people CC. will look at t- Tom Brady at number three. I got- and say that might be a little too high for him. Hmm. But, I mean, the guy in year one with a new team after spending 20 years with a previous team won the Super Bowl. So, I just – I don't know. I, 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 really, I really don't have a beef with any of the guys in the top five in that order. Well, CeCe, I, I had a question for you, CeCe. With Lamar Jackson being an eight and then Matthew Stafford being lower than him – do you have any issue with that? Because I'm sitting there, I understand Matthew Stafford was good over at Detroit, and now being with L.A., this is his opportunity because he finally has all the weapons around him to win a Super Bowl. But are we automatically putting him ahead of Lamar Jackson? Well, here's the thing. I think it's a, a, a primer for what they're expecting in 2021. And so Matt Stafford, with the physical capabilities that he has now with the L.A. Rams as opposed to being with the Detroit Lions, I think they're saying that they're going to get – Higher, higher level of quarterback play from Stafford than from Lamar Jackson. Now, I know it sounds crazy because Lamar's got an MVP in the trophy case and he won a playoff game last year, things that Stafford has never done. But I think the combination of Stafford, McVay, and that Ram supporting cast on the offensive side, I think that's why everybody expecting that Matt Stafford will have a better season as far as quarterbacks go than Lamar Jackson. Well, look, Houston, obviously, with Deshaun Watson, um, you know, he's not on the list because of – the uncertainty of what's going on with mm-hmm. his legal issues right now. So he was removed from the list. I made my own list, and I also removed Deshaun as well as Aaron Rodgers because we don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. In We're going to do that list. In the yeah, Key, come yeah. on, Key. Key, I feel you, but you know Aaron Rodgers is going to play this year. <laughs> I you don't know. know. going to play this year. I, I don't know that. This year, Key. I, I, I don't know. No way. And you also, and you also, hey, CC, and you also knew that Dak Prescott was gone from the. Dallas Cowboys, and you also knew that the San Francisco 49ers were going to select Mac Jones, too. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. That? Who said that? No, not, was going not, to the Cowboys? not. Oh, so many people. Oh, no, but I, I wasn't so one of them. Many, I and I say, also wasn't I'm one of the people that said Mac Jones was going to not, the 49ers. Our crew doesn't count. Our crew doesn't count. Not you in particular. That. Not you in particular. But when I say you, <laughs> I mean as a whole, that's what people were saying. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is going back. I don't know. So I'm just going to leave right, him so off the list. So you're leaving him off. That's fine. Yeah, you're leaving know. him off the list. It's because just of like that. Deshaun. Yeah. I don't know if Deshaun going to play or not. I don't know. So you have to leave him off. Got to leave him when off. You're making this one. That's Key's all. List. We'll get to Key's list coming up in the next segment. But while we have Chris Canny 
and Chris, of course, one of the co-hosts on DCR, ESPN New York. I, I, Chris, you, the Yankees, and they go into the All-Star break. Let's go, Yankees. And it looked like, you know, Garrett Cole had a great performance and a one nothing win over the Astros. This Astros series had a little bit of something to it. As we know, Aaron Judge hits a home run. He might have given us a little something when he was rounding bases, covering up uh, the jersey. <laughs> and then, of course, what happens next? The Yankees look like they're going to run away with the win on Sunday, just blow them out and sweep. And then, you know, the comeback happens. Another just painful loss for the Yankees. And, of course, who else but Jose Altuve with another walk-off, as we saw in the playoffs. We see it again. And this time as he rounds bases, no, he's not trying to hold his jersey on, keep it on. They rip it off him. I don't know if I saw a tattoo, did you? But I know I didn't see a buzzer. <laughs> Where's the tattoo? <laughs> oh, man, that's the world's smallest tattoo. <laughs> Where's that tattoo at? <laughs> oh, yeah, it lays he it off. His left sh- he has it on his left shoulder key, like right there, like that left shoulder peck area. I think that's – he's got something scribbled on there, but that's the world's smallest tattoo. <laughs> Clearly not one of those things that you would think would be a reason – why you wouldn't rip your jersey off man, after know you what he was a whole doing, run man. to win the ALCS. But, I mean, I mean, let's face it, man. I, I, as the Yankees are a maddening team. It's frustrating to watch them because every time you think that they're about to turn the corner and get this thing figured out and be more consistent, they do something like have a meltdown in the ninth inning yesterday and blow a five-run lead. Like, I just – they find new and creative ways to lose games. I mean, you, you saw – Last week, that meltdown that they had against the Angels and Araldis Chapman not being right, and you saw yesterday, they don't trust Chapman enough to put him in there with a five-run lead, so they go to Chad Green, a guy that they've given a ton of work to over the last week, and as a result, you know, the the, the Astros were able to take advantage of it, and they were able to put up some runs. So, I mean, you wanted to feel good about them having back-to-back series wins on this West Coast road trip and going into the All-Star game with some momentum. But the loss yesterday and then the fashion that they lost in makes it hard for you to feel good about the second half of this team, especially knowing that they got eight of their first ten coming out of the All-Star break with the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, with that trade deadline coming up uh, at the end of July, you feel like they're going to have to be sellers at this point. We'll see where they go from here, but definitely want to discuss that with you, CC. Thanks so much, as always. Good to talk to you, my man. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, Christopher. All right, this MLB Weekend right, Recap brought to you by Credit Karma. Visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Credit Karma money. Progress starts here. All right, you heard us mention it. Key mentioned it as well. Key's top 10 quarterbacks. It's a different list than what Fowler had. That'll be next. Uh-oh. KJZ, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. If they don't make it to the Super Bowl, it's a big disappointment. And if you think about last year, again, because of COVID, it's really remarkable what they accomplished. The teams will approach you a little bit differently. You know, you're kind of the team everyone's watching now, so there's different degrees of expectation. There's more external noise. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com/morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com/morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Outside the high post left, turns on Crowder, explodes toward the basket, and stuffs with two hands. They can't stop Giannis tonight. He's up to 39. He's just a physical force with enough of a handle that if you're in his grill, he's going right around. That was a call from Doris Burke, Mark Kester on ESPN Radio. As Giannis and the Bucks win game three, 120-100 over the Phoenix Suns. They cut the series deficit to two games to one. Giannis goes for 41 points and 13 rebounds. He's a third player in NBA Finals history with a 40-point double-double in back-to-back games. The other two, LeBron and Shaq. Coverage of Game 4 begins Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. To Euro 2020 and the final, it goes down to penalty kicks. And Italy beats England 3-2 in the shootout. Italy wins its first European championship since 1968. Also their sixth major tournament title. And they extended their unbeaten streak to 34 straight games, one shy of matching the all-time record. To baseball, the home run derby tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN and ESPN Radio. Two-way all-star Shohei Otani. He's the headliner. 
in the Home Run Derby tonight. He leads the majors with 33 home runs this season. He's the first pitcher and the first Japanese-born player to ever compete in the event. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Be your own hotspot with Straight Talk's unlimited, ultimate unlimited plan. I do this every time. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month, all in America's largest, most dependable network. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise, compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. Yeah, not that easy. <laughs> Reading? Yeah, reading, not very easy, is it? <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. J. Will joining us from Milwaukee, and we go through – we'll get to Key's rankings in a second. just want to give you Jimmy Fowler, who released his top ten quarterbacks uh, using, again, a panel of front office executives, coaches, players, and evaluators to determine top players in the NFL for this coming season. So his top ten when it comes to quarterbacks, Mahomes number one, <laughs> Rodgers two, Brady three, Russell Wilson, four, Josh Allen, five, Matt Stafford, six, Dak Prescott, seven, Lamar Jackson, eight, Justin Herbert, nine, Kyler Murray, ten. So, Key, your list a little bit different than Fowler's. Take it away. Yeah, it is a little bit different, and in, in my list also take into consideration there is no Aaron Rodgers on this list or Deshaun Watson due to the circumstances that both of them are under one under investigation, obviously, and the other hasn't decided whether or not he wanted to play this year. But number 10, Derek Carr, the Las Vegas Raiders. When you think about Carr, a couple years ago, this guy was an MVP candidate. He gets hurt. They lose to the Houston Texans in the wild card playoff game against Deshaun Watson. At number nine for me is Cam Newton. And here's an interesting one. Number nine, Cam Newton pre-COVID, his numbers were good. Two and one as a team, 68%. QBR rating, two passes in the air, two interceptions. But 6, 8, 10, 12, do the math, 20. 20 touchdowns total, 12 rushing on the year, and just eight in the air, but not because of Cam, because of the situation around them. They wanted to make sure that they tried to maximize whatever they could to salvage their season. They went away from throwing the ball because he wasn't good at doing it. He didn't have the players around him. So when you think about it, his numbers were pretty good those first couple games throughout the season prior to COVID. At number eight, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, statistically one of the best to ever do it in the National Football League. 45,000 yards, almost 300 touchdown passes, but yet to win one playoff game mm-hmm. in Detroit. 0-3 lifetime in the playoffs. Doesn't mean he won't get it done with the Rams. We'll see. Number seven, a young quarterback in Justin Herbert. He only became rookie of the year, so we know what that is. His future is bright. At number six, the former MVP in Lamar Jackson. 1,000 yards rushing, obviously multiple seasons at doing that. Pretty decent QBR at 80% in 2019. Not a bad, not bad for a wide receiver playing quarterback, so to speak. <laughs> and at number five, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, pretty amazing what he's been able to do in one season uh, in Buffalo. Once they get Stephon, got Stephon Diggs, his career changed forever. Prior to that, the jury was still out on him. I don't think so now. Looking for him to get paid big time money either this summer or early next year. At number four, Dak Prescott coming off injury. Remember, before injury, he was. Threw for 1,600 yards in Cowboys' almost first four yeah. games. Almost 1,700 yards, most by any quarterback in that span in NFL history. I think the Cowboys are on to something. They gave him record-breaking money 
$160 million contract, 126 of that is guaranteed. As you get down to number three, Russell Wilson. What more could I say? We already know what he is at the quarterback spot. He is the heart and soul of the Seattle Seahawks offense. That's why he didn't get traded like everybody thought. And number two, the old guard, <coughs> Tom Brady. Getting choked up. He's getting <laughs> choked up, but he's talking about Tom Brady. That's because the Bucks won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? No. <laughs> what is going on? He's just so emotional. Oh, oh it's over. Tom Brady at number two. Tom Brady at number two. It's a lot to read ten names. In number one. Oh, oh no. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> He's Want me to help you here? It. All right, we'll see. Yeah, he made it. He got, the, he, got the, <laughs> I got there. he got to the goal number, line. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, the <laughs> runaway guy. I don't know what the hell happened right there, Jay. Gosh, that was horrible. But number three, Russell Wilson. Number two, Tom Brady. Jay, help me. In yeah, number one, Jay, Patrick this Mahomes. Was, when Daniel Jones <laughs> broke like free. like a smoker in the lobby during our closing hour. <laughs> oh, man. But that's my – <laughs> that that's my real ranking list compared to uh Jeremy Fowler and a host of others. Now I'll break down the difference there, but Key's real rankings are brought to you by Dell. <laughs> Upgrade your business during Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event. Get savings up to fifty percent off and take your office with you with Windows ten Pro. Call eight seven seven ask Dell for a Dell Technologies advisor. There's a difference. So uh, Fowler's rankings kept. Wait, Deshaun. wait, wait, Alan. Hey, Paul, give me some Keith ice. Keyshawn left off the cute quarterback in Kyler Murray. Oh, Shocking well, that's where I was going. I was he going. Left Jay, off Kyler Murray. Jay, you, you, you knew that it? was happening, Alan. You knew right off the top that was happening. Of course. What, what, He's, why am I going to put somebody on my list that I don't believe is a top ten quarterback in the league? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's how you feel? Hey, well, how could you put Cam Newton on the list considering well, what we you saw because last year? Because that's the way I feel. I feel based on what I think and saw last year. My list. Right? It's like you comparing Giannis to Shaq. It's your comparison. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers was also left off this list. Fowler kept him on his list, which is why, again, the top three is a little bit different. But with no Deshaun, so your your changes are to put Derek Carr in the top ten instead of Deshaun, and then Cam Newton instead of Kyler Murray. Jay, how do we feel about Cam? Derek Carr, uh, Cam Newton. He has him in the top 10 of the quarterbacks for this season. How do we feel about that? I, I, I can't do uh, – Cam Newton, obviously I think he's going to have a, a good year. I think it's going to be a bounce-back year. But after watching his performance last year, look, I understand how he got COVID and how the scheme was different and how he was asked to do way more. The offense isn't supposed to be built around Cam Newton at this juncture of his career. Now he has all the weapons in the world. I get that. I just can't put him top 10 in the league. Just not yet. I, I need to see more. Maybe Key, but Key, Key, look, Key is a football expert. I am not. I just need to see more from Cam Newton before I can put him in that conversation. Well, you don't, you don't have, clearly, you don't have to be a football expert to put lists together, but I do think I know a little bit about quarterbacks and systems. You know what you're seeing. And I know what the hell I'm seeing. And I know what I saw last year. And I also am not getting caught up in the polarizing nature of who a player is because I certainly believe at times. People do do that. They don't really look at what's really happening around that particular player before they go to saying, oh, he's done, he's shot, he can't play anymore. The, um, Jay, the New England Patriots were 2-1 prior to COVID. Prior, just 
prior to COVID. Cam Newton threw for, I believe, close to 750 yards. So just let's say seven plus in the first three games. Two interceptions, two touchdowns. One of the interceptions off a receiver's hand. He gets credited that. No question about it. Rushing-wise, in in last year, those first several games, he rushed for 150 yards and several touchdowns. Two, Two touchdowns. So you add that to the equation. Prior to COVID, now let's go post-COVID. Not very good. No Julian Edelman. No receivers. No defense. And they still had an opportunity to win close to 10 games. So if I'm thinking like Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, when everybody in the world and the universe was saying to me, this guy can't play, but I saw what he did with us when he was healthy and ready to go, despite a lack of weapons, I'm saying to myself, if I can put these things around him, second time around, mind you, know the offense a little bit better, there is training camp to be had, there was OTAs to be had, there was mini camp to be had, Mm -hmm. that he's going to be better. They didn't go out there in free agency and pick up free agents and sign all, spend $200-plus after the draft. They spent it before the draft. They didn't do that saying, huh, Let's load up and draft Mac Jones so he can be our starting quarterback. We're going to get all these other players so we can get Mac Jones. They had no idea. But what they did do is they got those players in free agency because they believe in the quarterback, just like I do. Now, I'll be the first to tell Cam when he's on the show, in person, if your ass don't live up to it, then you should retire. But I don't think that that's going to happen, so I won't need to tell him that. I know you don't like the offense. I know you have issues with the air raid. I know Cliff Kingsbury, you always say the only reason Kyler Murray got drafted is because Cliff Kingsbury was a coach. But with the addition of A.J. Green, with D-Hop, with the way they play, with J.J. Watt, and he has shown consistent improvement over his years. I mean, through for close to 4,000 yards. I think with the way they play, he's one of the most electrifying, exciting players to watch in the league. I think he deserves to be in the top ten. Just me personally. But well, you get your list and you put him on real rankings, not mine. Yeah, exactly. You can it's make easy. him your point guard on we, your list. We will also see, of course, which one results in more wins as, <laughs> out of those two quarterbacks. No doubt about that. <laughs> Speaking of wins, how about a loss and an epic one? Team USA lost to who in basketball this weekend? Should we be concerned? <gasps> we'll talk about that next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN News, and Sirius XM, Channel 80. Help me out. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. I think that what's happened is, in a social media world, I don't think people give Scotty his due. Greeny, weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. What, what, wait, wait, what hurt? Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. We're just talking about something that we'll get to on A to Z. Is that the first? Yeah, let's get to it. The first thing on A to Z. Jay, you ready to go A to Z? Let's do it, Al. All right, let's go. Because I need when we do A to Z, I need Jay dancing to the music. Then I know we're ready to go. Over the weekend, UFC 264, and it was uh, a, a highly anticipated rematch, or the Ooh. I guess the rubber match, the trilogy Ooh. Ooh. of Conor McGregor uh. and Dustin Poirier, ah. and this ended quickly, and it was yeah hard to watch as McGreg- ah. McGregor knocked out by TKO after the bout was stopped. <laughs> Following a leg injury to McGregor at the end of the first round, so let's. Did you see the ankle injury, Alan? Did I you see the ankle? I'm not, look, I'm not even going to look. But I, did I, you watch I, it, Jay? Oh. 
Do you watch the fight? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yes. And Dustin Poirier, I'm telling you, I want to see these Jay, did you fight get again. The, did you get I need the, to see it. Did you get the employee code that we all get? Yeah, because I need that employee code, man. It's Keith nah, all just, I, a, I have some friends in some certain places. You oh. Know? Yeah, no, Jay, though, I, I, I got duped, though, because I was watching it on regular ESPN, mm-hmm. and then when it went down, I had Switch to go to, to Plus and to pay for it, and I was looking for my ESPN code, considering that I do work for mm-hmm. the company. They didn't care. They said, nah, you got to pay just like everybody else. Right, as we should. I gladly. It's 5 99 You got what, it. No, 5 99 it wasn't free ninety nine either. It wasn't I mean, free ninety nine. Packets for the year. Man, I ain't talking. But you had to pay for the the fight though. On top of plus. Oh, come on now. Now you got ah. one round though of this fight, and it ended, of course, in dramatic fashion. Put that on my reimbursements. And Conor McGregor, you would think after, and it looked like he was in some pain <laughs> after there, after after that, but yet with Joe Rogan, he had a very interesting reaction. Right after the loss. Listen to all this if you can. Give us your thoughts on how it was going. I was boxing the blade and head off. I'm kicking the blade and leg off. You will show you do it to close the distance. This is not over. If we had to take this outside with him, it's all outside. We don't give a bollocks. He said that he believes that one of the kicks that he checked is what broke your leg. There was no check. There was not one of them I checked. Your wife is in me DMs, hey baby. Connor, <laughs> you you miss with a punch and step back. Tell us what you felt. Tell us what you thought was going on. Just the thing had separated, and we bleed and landed on the wonky leg like Anderson Silva that time. <laughs> My wife was in me DMs. Out of, out of nowhere, it's just in the midst of all that an- analysis. Was your wife send me DMs, hey baby? Like what? <laughs> All right, oh, guys. Oh, Jay, man. And that's why. Be, I'm, I'm over Conor McGregor, guys. I'm, I'm over I'm not, like, That's what I was going to ask. I think this is, have we seen enough, or do I'm we over find it. him at Like, Dustin Poirier is better. He's going to beat you again, whether we're in the octagon or we're in the streets. Like, it, it's, you're selling me in a fight that I know is not there. But that's how I feel about it. That's why I bought it, though, Jay, because he sold me. And it was, it was just funny to watch. So you yeah. wanted to, so you bought it to see him lose. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, so that's still good for business then. Oh yeah, people I'm still sure. care enough about you. Yeah. 100% bought it to watch him lose. 100%. All right, that's a totally different conversation. Like I ain't now. never bought something to watch Mike Tyson lose. I'm rooting for Mike 100%. Yeah, no. You, yeah, that was that's completely different. There are there aren't many villains left in sports. Connor's become just become that guy now. He tried to sell this whole family man thing like that that they trying work. to Trying to change his, well, I mean, your wife's in me DMs. Blah. I mean, I don't know how that works uh, <laughs> as far as the family man things go, but <laughs> I mean, still, he's your a bit entertaining. There's no doubt about it. With a broken and ankle. Are you paying for a fourth fight when he comes back and he's healthy? He wants, they want to have another fight. They want to do a fourth one. Would you pay for it just to see him lose at this point? That's, of course, the no, question. No, I'll watch all the highlights on IG the next morning. That's no, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay because it's going to be entertaining. It'll be entertaining. He seems to make it entertaining, there's no doubt. But, again, Poirier gets the win. Uh, and then a, a loss here, Jay, over the weekend. My God. Team USA getting ready for the Olympics with all the stars they have. They have all NBA players in the starting lineup. They lost to Nigeria. 90-87. to 87. This was in Vegas. It was the first time a team from Africa has beaten Team USA in a game, exhibition, or otherwise they were 28-and-a-half-point favorites, according to Caesar Sportsbook by William Hill.
They lose the game. They actually had a lead in this thing. It was pretty ugly. I think they beat Nigeria by like 83 points the last time they played them. Coach Popovich, who was the head coach of USA Basketball, he had this reaction to the loss. The Nigerian team played uh, very physically. That's a talented group of players. That's not a bunch of people off the street playing basketball. You, you need to understand that every year teams are better and better, and every year one or two or three more NBA players are on their teams. They're a quality team. Uh, Mike's done a great job with them, and they're as athletic uh, as anybody and very physical, and they've been practicing for three weeks. But uh, I don't think anyone should uh, act, nor will we act, uh, like this is the end of the world. It's about everybody else deserves a lot of credit, and we have to play our ass off. Jay, is the world catching up? I mean, I, the world has, has been catching up. I don't know if the world is at the point, Alan, that it, it's better than USA basketball. Uh, and I know this is an exhibition game, and I give Nigeria all the credit in the world. I love seeing Mike Brown and his team accomplish this. Guys like Precious Ochoa, who's an NBA basketball player, they have been playing together. I, I think the styles in which you play FIBA basketball from somebody who's played it are drastically different. It's way more of a team-oriented sport. What I mean by that, it's not isolation basketball. And I think that's going to take some adjusting for the USA basketball team. Look, talent-wise, nobody has the talent that USA basketball has. But team-wise, in the continuity in which they play, that's something USA basketball doesn't have yet. Key, that's been the issue when we've had these past teams that have let us down. It is because they don't play as a team. Do you have any concern at all for these Olympics? I probably don't. Jay knows more about the you know the international teams more so than I do, but I don't just come on man. You're throwing a group Seriously? of stars together, but how about this, Jay? Quickly in a season like this where we've had very short breaks, where you've had the com- compressed season, maybe they just don't have time to get together as a as a unit as a team. Maybe they get beat by other teams. I just don't see. It. Well, that's what happens, Alan. You, you got Dane that says, "Hey, look, I, I wanted to win. We didn't win in the playoffs, so now I want to get my mind off the offseason. I want to go play." I mean, how are Dame and KD and Jason Tatum and Bam supposed to build any continuity? Yeah. I, but the problem is, you have the star power, and we have names like that. That's obviously going to create polarizing conversations. Man, no doubt about it. That's for sure. More basketball coming up next. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.